what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they will lead you to the opportunity to win a cool study Bible. Whoa, 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 whoa. More on that coming soon. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think in regards to the media. They will lead you to shove a pencil up your nose. Okay, there you go. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because we lead each other to draw closer to the one we love. Jesus. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Experience local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Here's one. We've asked it before, but it's worthy to bring up again. Is it okay for everything to be okay? In other words, every time you wake up, it does not necessitate that there's nothing but rumbles and clouds, dark things going on, things being thrown around your room, ceiling fans falling off the wall, books dropping down. You know, sometimes you can wake up and it's okay. And guess what? It's okay. Hey, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. Just give us a call. Give us a holler at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call that phone number, you have to be prepared because you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! Talking to Dynamite D, that's like talking to somebody who brings into your life a breath of fresh air in a very polluted world. Wow. That's nice, huh? Pretty good. Yeah, I'll take my dollar later. Thank you. Uh, additionally, if you want to text us, you can do that, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. And now we'll hear the sound of paint drying. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> you like that little add-on? I love those, right? <laughs> but that's very funny, Dave. <laughs> I know. The sound of paint drying. 
I know what that was when I was a kid. Get out of the room. That's what that was. That's what the sound was back then. You can also email us, by the way, david at hemusincrease.org. That's david at hemusincrease.org. Make sure when you say my name, David, you spell it out really, really. No. This is the regular David, like King David without the king part, okay? And then additionally, so that's David at hemustincrease.org. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Rob. I just found out from my son, so he's looking at uh, doing some things with uh, the cow punch. I sent him the wrong link because I don't know how to spell. I'm so bad, right? It's like, let's give him the football. Okay, sure. Uh, anyhow, additionally, we want to send you up to the website. We think that's kind of a good idea. On the website, there's a lot of cool things. If you have general questions, so you might not, it might not just be show related. Maybe you got something going on. You're like, you know, I've always wondered about this or how does this work? Or what does that mean where it says, and God rested? Was he tired? And no, he wasn't tired. The Greek, the Hebrew word means to cease work or to stop. But anyway, the idea is you might have a question. You're welcome to ask. We'll do our best to answer you. And if we can't, we'll definitely be able to point you in the right direction as well on the website it's an opportunity to give you know i don't like talking about it but it's a necessity in the framework of our ministry in the sense that i don't enjoy getting into it but we need funds to make it happen and that's how it goes and we what we do is we're a non-profit a little little non-profit <laughs> small little nonprofit company and uh, we've had a lot of blessings and a lot of grace and if you can give we promise you're gonna get a lamborghini and an airplane in your no you're not you'll get a receipt at the end of the year saying that you gave and that you are trying to support what we're trying to do which is encourage and bless other people who are in the faith reach those people who were in the faith but hurt we call them the wounded Christians, and then reach people who have never been in the faith. And we think that's an important part, too. And all together, let's go and draw closer to the Lord, and we'll figure it out. If you can help out, great. If you can't, pray for us. We need it. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. All right, now I'm going to tell you right now, just to give you a warm-up on the clues, okay, that that sound right there has to do with a pogo stick jumping off a building and landing on a diving board. <laughs> just, just get ready. That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to give you anything else. I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, a couple things to remember. Yeah, we're giving away a Bible study, uh, a study Bible. I always said that wrong. A study Bible, brand new one, study Bible. It's the one that has the New American Standard and has all the Greek and all the Hebrew words in it. And so when you get to a word other than the, it, you, you're able wow, to look. Dave. Yeah, it's pretty nice, pretty nice. And you go and you look and you see what the origin of the word is and how it's used. And very, very helpful. Just want to point that out to you. I just I have so many of these, and this one I haven't used, and it's like you know that's wrong, and, and we should do something with it, and it's it's, a, it's really nice. I mean, so I'm just giving it away, and we hope it's a blessing for you, and that we'll leave it at there. If you, uh, by the way, anytime you're looking for a real study Bible and you don't want to do it through contest, but you can't afford it, you tell us, we'll make sure to get you one. Okay, just because that's important. All right, okay. Uh, a couple of things to tell you. Today's the last day for Feb buddies. Hello. Last day for Feb, buddies. Hello. Last day. 
So if you've been praying for your Fed buddy, this is it. If you haven't done that, get ready because we're, of course, going to do this again probably in April. Don't forget to be praying for the audience. That is always an important element of your existence because God has brought this audience into your universe. So this is, these are like the people that are along the path as you're traveling around and you see them. It's like you need to be a neighbor to them. You need to be the, the, the person that cares for them. And then the last thing I'm going to tell you, we're going to pray for healing in the second hour. Uh, the last thing I would tell you is I need some prayer for some personal warfare. Just going through the, you know, I mean, I was, my knee is starting to feel better. And don't you know, right after my knee started to feel better, my ear, remember I had that ear problem before? My ear started to hurt again. It's just I mean, like, the, the, but the, Dave, the thing is, we're all under it. Yeah. If we're, we're, we're going to be honest. Right. All, right. That's why we have there is to some, all There is definitely another. something going on in our country. And if you're like sitting there thinking, well, you know, everybody's just saying, no, it just seems like there's this wave of againstness going on. The problem is you have it in the political and public realm, but you also have it in the spiritual realm. And for those that are like, well, the enemy can't do anything to you physically. You know what? You should read this these three, four books that would really help you understand it. It's called Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. <laughs> you get a clue pretty fast right there. Okay? All right. Let's uh, move on. we got to get into the teaching. Okay? Uh, but but uh, Dynamite D brings up a good point. But if you don't pray for me, then uh, you're going to have finger puppets hosting the show. You know, finger puppets that go like this. They're really funny. Okay. turn. <laughs> that's, right. that's right people all right here we go let's uh, get into this next uh segment this is in matthew uh this is uh, just you know it's all uh fantastic material and i just want to get into this I, I we've skipped a little bit but not a lot but i do want to talk about this one thing this is the guy that we're uh in in nine and this is the guy that has the situation with his daughter Okay, and so here's what it says in uh, Matthew chapter nine, verse eighteen. Now, one of these teachings I might go back to because there's something I really want to want to key in on. But just listen to this: as he was telling them these things, and this is Jesus talking about old wineskins and new wineskins, and you know how the people don't like the new; they like the old. And boy, we don't like new radio stuff. We like old radio stuff. Got it, got it, got it. As he was telling these things, suddenly one of the leaders came and knelt down before him, saying. My daughter just died, but come and lay your hands on her and she will live. So Jesus and his disciples got up and followed him. Okay, so there's a couple of things in here that you have to pull apart. As they always say, you know, we'll unpack this. Here's the bottom line. The guy had his daughter die. She's not dying. She's dead. And because of this, he comes, and I want to bring something up about this, very important, but I want to point out to you that in verse 19, it says, Jesus and his disciples got up and followed him. Sometimes, and we've talked about this, Jesus goes with the person. Sometimes Jesus would speak the word. Sometimes he would go to the person. Sometimes he'd get there, you know, most of the way. I mean, it's like it's, there's no one set way to do any of the, the kingdom stuff. Your Christian walk is not one set of rules. Everybody does it this way. There's unity, but it's not that element of conformity. There is a single door in, but once you're in, the kingdom is much broader than we can acknowledge. And even if you look at John and understand how the Holy Spirit moves, moves upon people, it always impacts and affects people differently. And in this situation, Jesus and the disciples were like, okay, let's go. Jesus felt like, hey, this is a good idea. We're going to go in this direction. Let's go. Well, he didn't do that all the time. Right. 
Congratulations. That's reading. That's that's part of the process. What I want to key in on is the guy. Because this leader comes to Jesus and already going to Jesus, you know, you go to somebody who's already becoming a controversial figure, and the daughter just died. Now, I don't think it's inappropriate as Christians in any fashion to imagine his level of pain. This is his kid. Right? There's other situations where the centurion comes and it's his servants. This is his kid. And what I want to point out to you, and I want you to hear this line. This is a really, uh, to be the author of a line like this. Okay, ready? Desperation can lead to very powerful depression, but it can also lead to amazing moments of faith. Do you get that? Desperation can lead to very powerful depression. Absolutely true. But it can also lead to amazing moments of faith. In the framework of this father's desperation, he exhibited a reach-out faith. I get to Jesus and get this guy to come. My daughter, well, it's going to be, we're going to have a different situation. Now, his daughter died, but the father's hope did not die. And there was only one place to find the miracle, and that was Jesus. And this guy caught it. I don't think for a second he didn't feel the the heaviness or the depression, or the discouragement. I think that's kind of bizarre teaching. I mean, the scripture's there so you can understand what's going on. They're, they're, it's being communicated in the story so you and I can go, oh, 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 you know, so we can get it and process it. I think this guy was hurting, right? I mean, how could he not be hurting? But in the framework of the hurt, when things looked just like there was no solution there was a spark of faith. And this little faith, this little spark, was enough to him to not let all hope disappear. What Christians ought to do, what I ought to do, and what you ought to do, or maybe, uh, maybe more effectively, is even when we're in a desperate situation and we can feel it and the heaviness thereof, because just for those that do not know, to be depressed comes from the Latin word to push down with a thumb. That means to be depressed. In the midst of that, there there can be and should be a spark of hope that regardless of how it plays out in the eyes of mankind, Jesus can change the situation. Can't get away from it. All in the book. Just another example for you right there. Okay? Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill. Can't stand the shame. It may be false. 
the David Spoon experience. In 1 Samuel 5 and 6, it talks about the Ark of the Covenant. That's where the uh, movie, uh, actually at the end of 1 Samuel chapter 5, that's where the movie, the, movie, the Raiders of the, of the Lost Ark, that's where they got the whole premise. Seventy men... Uh, when the ark came back, actually, that's in uh, six. I'm sorry, First uh, Samuel six. They looked into the ark, which God deemed uh, disrespectful, and uh, real life. And seventy people died because they looked into the ark on the spot. That's uh, that's from real. That's real stuff. That's not fake. But uh, the idea, uh, you know, it didn't probably happen the way that they showed it in the movies. But uh, okay, that's, you know, at least they tried to portray it, and at least they were accurate about what took place. But I think the important part is to understand the Philistine uh, rulers were political leaders. Uh, they were political leaders. They got together for a political solution. That's what happened. That's what happened. The priests got together and made a decision. Instead of trying to overcome the power of God, they thought they'd make an offering to God, return the ark to Israel. That spiritual solution worked. Got that? So political rulers making political decisions failure priests making an offering to god and returning things to their proper place solution that's the key people i think that's the key that's what we need that's why we need a strong spiritual core in the church not just you in your church but the church in large trust me trust me when i say this when they start shooting christians because we're christians when it becomes more like china and they start beating us because we're christians the denominational issue will fade to the white and uh, for all of the people that say no no that can't be you are way way wrong church history has repeated itself several times it's the exact same thing keep in mind the church has been around a little longer than america oh Tell that to some Christians, they, they want to shoot you. It's weird. Anyway, as the kicker to that is uh, the five rats. I think that's the funniest part of all, that uh, they actually had to make five golden rats representing the five political leaders. A divine humor saying sometimes political leaders can be like rats. That's kind of what that's saying. And uh, it's human proclaimed, but is it Jesus approved? That's the question. Anyway, we've had a phenomenal show. I'd say phenomenal. Would you call it phenomenal? i call it phenomenal. I don't even know what phenomenal. Super phenomenal. Super phenomenal. We've had a super phenomenal show, and uh, I just want to say that uh, uh, we really appreciate all of our guests. We have a terrific, I mean, we have something, I got, I got something for tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. It's called the nagging theory. You ever heard that? It's called the nagging theory. For all of those uh, young Jewish boys out there who uh, have uh, grown up in that same kind of uh, process, you will understand. It's the nagging theory. We're going to talk about that. And then uh, a few more things uh, about, uh, uh, oh, a few more things we're going to give away. Something interesting happened in Alabama Supreme Court. A lot of good political stuff that we've talked about, but mostly kingdom of God stuff. Because, you know, uh, everything else compared to advancing the kingdom of God, everything else is just interesting. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That was an old Phil from a while, while back. I just find it to be so funny because what people will say is, well, the rats were the, the beings that brought the disease in. And uh, in that particular Phil, I point out that uh, there were five of them. <laughs> There were five kings and there were five rats, and uh, I think the connection's pretty clear. 
<laughs> I'm just going to say that to you. We, we don't want to tell you what the Hebrew word is, but let's just say somehow there is some interpretive possibilities that would have been uh, hemorrhoids. But we'll just move on from there and deal with something else. Here's your trivia question. Uh, where, where did Jesus, Jesus, Joseph, and Mary flee to as they were being uh, sought by Herod? Where did they go to? They had to go somewhere. They probably did not stay at a Hollywood Holly, uh, Holiday Express in Holiday Inn Express, something like that, right? I was just reading about that place earlier. Yeah, really? Wow, <laughs> pretty good. Hey, if you have a solution to that trivia question, reach out to us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, as well as send an email, David at he must increase.org. So when Jesus was just a, a little lad, a little lad, and mommy and daddy, and then they were under big, 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 big pressure, and uh, they were being sought to be assassinated, where did they go? Where did they go? Uh, if you think you know, reach out to us and let us know. In the meantime, we'll do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day that there is a day, that would be a day to spend with the Lord. Okay. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. Never, 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 never. How often? Never. How often? Never. Well, what if the world doesn't like it? Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve. OPM. I love this OPM thing. Other people matter. This OPM thing means this. Okay? Let me just make sure you, you get this and you catch this right off the bat. Okay? It's not that it's a sin for you to be taking care of your life. All right? It's tough to love your neighbor as yourself if you can't stand yourself. Right? A little difficult. But the idea is that in your universe, it's not just you. And I understand you wake up, it's just you. Don't, don't. But as you go throughout the day, open up your awareness to how other people are. Care about that. Do something about that. Deal with that. All right. Uh, and then be a part of that. That's a big thing. All right. So going back to this, I want to make sure you catch this. That is the question, where did Joseph and Mary and Jesus go to? Had to go there kind of as refugees for a little while. I mean, this technically it's correct. It's a little difficult to say it the way that the politicians say it because every time a politician tries to quote scripture, they either get the context wrong or they say the wrong verse or they just shouldn't be Bible teachers. <laughs> just, let's just leave it there. I'm not a political genius, but... <laughs> They're not Bible teachers, okay? Oh, they went to Sunday school. Yeah, okay, 70 years ago, that doesn't count. All right, so uh, how, anyway, <laughs> moving on from there, the idea is see if you can answer that trivia question. We are very limited time. I want to make sure to just show you this one thing, and I want you to be aware of it, and I'm going to do a weird teaching on this, but just bear with me, okay? This is Jesus. We just talked about the guy. His daughter died. Ouch, not great, right? He has this spark of hope. If you didn't hear the first segment, you should. It's a pretty good teaching on it. And what's the next thing that happens after verse 19 in Matthew chapter 9? It says in 19, so Jesus and his disciples got up and followed him. Just then, 
getting that? Just then a woman who had suffered from bleeding for 12 years approached him from behind and touched the end of his robe. For she said to herself, if I can touch his robe, I will be made well. Your translation might say it a little differently, but what happened as she was going? I'm going to teach this is something you've not heard before. She, she, Jesus is on the way to help this guy in his spark of hope. I'm not even going to talk about the woman, per se, except for Jesus goes, okay, let's go. They're going, and this is what happens. This woman goes, I'm going to touch Jesus. If I can touch him, this, this issue of blood that I have, it's going to be over. I'm going to touch his robe. I'm going to be made well. I want you to stay with me on the dad who asked Jesus for help and listen to this statement. While the dad was seeking his deliverance for his daughter, somebody else stepped up in line. Do you get that? She's like, while they're going, it's like, hey, I need help. What I find amazing, I'm just telling, I'm telling you this from a personal point of view. I'm amazed that it doesn't matter what the Lord is about. He is never too busy. She comes into the middle of the picture, and many, many, it was a heavy-duty moment, right? And this is the the, the time to call out, and, and people will say, well, you know, God's so busy. He can't answer your less-than-death deliverance prayers, lady. But while Jesus is responding and he's in route, he also does a substantial miracle. With another substantial miracle, he does this miracle, and he's never too busy to hear you. He's never too busy to help you. He's never away from you and I, and it doesn't matter what he's engaged with. He knows what's going on for you, and he's there for you. If you're the guy, maybe you thought for a second, hey, hey I'm waiting for my miracle. Back off here. God has plenty to give. You want to know what's amazing about that? Some Christians pray in stingy, thinking just for themselves. Right? Do you not love that Jesus, no matter what he's doing, has time to respond to you? We're going to deal with her more when we talk about this next week because I love this story. But I want you to be aware he's never too busy to stop to help you. Never. Got it? All right. Where did Joseph, Mary, and Jesus go to when they were on the hunt trying to kill baby Jesus? And the answer is Egypt. The answer is Egypt. That's where they went. By the way, Jenny got the pow-pow on that just to let you know. I'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Then he says this. Don't be afraid. Why should you not be afraid? Because what fear does is immobilizes a person, stops them from moving forward, and it also eats away at faith. Fear has this way. It's kind of like if you think of faith as, uh, I'll do this now, as uh, uh, chocolate ice cream that has peanut butter in it, okay? Uh, that's faith, okay? Fear is like somebody drilling a hole underneath and then taking a little spoon and then pulling some of that faith down, a little scoop by scoop by scoop by scoop. 
You don't want your faith reduced because God requires faith to us to engage with him in. That's his requirement. That's the vehicle by which he has chosen to engage with humanity. You don't think God could have said, it's me, you're going to believe, or I'm going to turn you into a fish. I mean, you don't think God could have done that? But he chose the vehicle of faith because that's what he wanted from those that would come to him. A confidence, an assurance in the goodness of God. So Jesus, the first thing he says, ignore it. Don't be afraid of it. And then he does this one radically crazy, nutsy cuckoo line. Just believe. And we use that in movies and in books and in fairy tales and all that stuff. We're not talking about any of that stuff. This is believing, looking at a situation just like Abraham did, just like we talked yesterday, how Abraham looked at the circumstance, didn't deny he was old, didn't deny he was past childbearing, and said, I'm just going to believe God anyway. Uh, that attitude of just believe, it's taking a stand in the framework of your faith that says, I'm not moving. I'm, here I am. Call me Bulldog. I'm right here. I'm not going nowhere. My faith is solid. It's incredible, and it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple, and there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media, and on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section, and it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video, but you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win, and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible. It's unbelievable, but it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.